You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience, but they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 13. Chris, lucky lucky number 13. What's going on, Chris? Oh, you know, just the usual, Jeff. Just getting ready to prepare my soul for the beatings of another Patriot Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Hey, I promised that we weren't going to say their names, so we got to rewind. Patriots Rams coming up this weekend. All of America wanted the Rams or the Saints, but the Rams and the Chiefs. Yes. And we got stuck with seeing another Tom Brady. Yet again. Bill Belichick. Not super excited. But ready, you ready for my quick defense of go. Pat Super Bowls? Go. Do we not remember every single one like it happened yesterday? They yeah. are always classics. Okay, let me try. Controversial. Atlanta Falcons blow a lead, right? Blow a lead. Seattle Seahawks throw an interception with 30 seconds left. They should have run it in the Seahawks. Don't run it to Marshawn. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Um, The Philly Special last year. You want Philly Philly? Philly Special. Ready? Here we go, here we go. Um... And then I think the Rams, oh, you know, one of the, the the original Rams super, they they basically ran, um, they like knew what play they were going to run. I think down in their own. This was the at least this was the claim following Spygate. And then I think that they was it the Eagles they beat in their first or second one. I think the like, Rams were the first. Eagles were the second. The Eagles were the second. And the Eagles I think came down to like either a missed field goal by the Eagles or it was it was really close. I, I remember it as poor but, clock management by Andy and Donovan. But. Yeah, but so came to last second. We yeah. all know that, no, right? Remember right. that. Now, then, you know, you got the New York Giants ones. David Tyree. Crazy. Phenomenal catch. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Um, and then was it the second was it Plexico Burris that made the kind of yeah. catch? I mean, it was an yep. unbelievable. Yep. And then in, in, the, in the Seattle one, you had that crazy catch by, I think it was like Golden Tate or something like that by Seattle. It bounced around yeah. his leg. He yep. somehow reeled it in. So your point is, even though I'm upset that the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, you're telling me that it's going to be an entertaining uh, must-watch type of when a game. When has it ever been a huge one-sided blowout except, spoiler alert, we doing predictions yet? Ding, ding, ding. Um, sure. Jump in. I think the Rams win this one going away. I think that the Rams thoroughly win this one. Yep. Um, I'm going to be wrong, and it's going to go the opposite direction because I keep – because I'm so biased here. I just want to see the Pats lose, you, lose big, but I'm going to keep predicting you, until it happens. You know what we should do if we were smart is I should um, disagree with you, and so one of us is going to be right, right? These right. guys on the sideline, they get it right most of the time. But I'm going to agree with you, Chris. I'm going out on a limb, and most I'm saying go Rams. I think the Rams are a better team. I do too. I think Patriots, the thing that they have going for them is they've been there. They've done this. True. I mean, the, the execution down the stretch in the fourth quarter and in overtime against the Chiefs, 
last or two weekends ago. Phenomenal. Flawless. I mean, that's who the Pats are. Are they as good? I mean, right? You got Edelman. Would you take Edelman or would you take Brandon Cooks or would you take yeah. Sammy Watkins even right. or would you right. take right Amari Todd, Cooper? Todd Gurley or Sony Michelle, right? Right. I mean, Todd Gurley, who who mysteriously just sat out most of the Saints game because he wasn't playing. Well, I I don't know. I, kind, have we gotten an explanation kind of that? I don't think we've heard. But I'm still it, caught up on this no call uh, pass interference. But anyway, oh, we, wow. I digress. What's poor Saints fans, man? I, Other than the fact that they won the Super Bowl like five years ago, let like it go. fifteen years ago. It wasn't fifteen years ago. Uh, it was like 2010 or something like that. Wasn't that, that fifteen years ago? Oh my god! Gosh, not uh, it's 2019. Nine. I'm sorry. But anyway, but no, I, I think that it'll. I think that the Rams have enough on defense to keep Brady in check. All you, all you need to beat Brady is a good pass rush, right? Ask the Broncos in those couple years when they beat him in the AFC Championship game. Aaron Donald and Donald, Donald and Sue, Sue, they're going to yeah. gobble up that that run no, game, and they're going to get to Tom. I wonder if Donald's the MVP of the Super Bowl. Could be. He is a phenomenal. Talent. Yeah, and so I think that. The question, the question, the number one question is Jared Goff. Can Jared Goff hang in there? Can they sustain a run game enough? This Pats defense is not good. They 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 give up points left and right. They they started out okay against KC. They had him a little out, out of sorts, but then they couldn't stop him for the life of them. And the minute that they won the coin toss, the Pats in overtime, I knew it was over <laughs> because at that point, whichever team got the ball was going to yeah. score. But basically. I think that the the Rams defense, although I, I think they were ranked lower than I thought. I think I heard on the broadcast they were ranked overall like twenty sixth or something. Rams it was yeah, it wasn't as high as I thought. Given the talent, Akeem Talib and Marcus Peters, they've got good corners. They're going to be physical with Gronk. They're going to chip him. They're going to do all the things they can do to slow him down. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. But the Belichick game plan, they're not going to let Aaron Donald beat him. No. So what's going to happen? Give me McVay, Sean McVay. Though he is a yeah. great coach, and I I look forward to seeing um, the Rams come victorious. Okay, give me a score. We'll predict okay. our scores, and then, ladies and gentlemen, stick around. Coming up next, our prop bets. So we're talking football here, but more important are the prop bets that are legit bets right now in Las Vegas. We're going to go through and uh, give you our predictions okay, on that. So, real quick, give me the quick, score. Quick score. You think the Rams? What's I think the, the score? Rams. I think it's going to be twenty-eight. To fourteen. Okay, I was thinking very similar. Thirty-one, um, twenty-one. And I think it stays close in the the fourth, but I think that the Rams pull away, and then I think they end up winning decisively. Okay, should we give it the guys on the sideline lock? Oh, that lock is <laughs> we, so broken now. We've uh, done a few of those, and <laughs> let's do it, Chris. Let's do it, <laughs> guys on the sideline. Lock this game. Oh, heaven help us. Okay. Let's lock it. Very good. Um, okay, let's go to the prop bets. You ready? Let's go. Okay, first one. We're going to do uh, some lightning round, a little Peyton Manning Omaha. Give me an Omaha. Omaha! Okay, Peyton Manning two-minute drill. Um, here they are, prop bets. Okay. How long will it take Gladys Knight to sing the national anthem? The over uh, 105 seconds is what they've said for the over-under. Over. I'm taking over as over. well. Okay. Um Scroll through a few of these. Maroon 5 is performing the halftime show. Will Adam Levine, the lead singer, be wearing a hat at the start of the halftime show? No. Uh, I agree. No. Um, let's. It's not a hat guy. Yeah, I don't think so. Will any of the performers wear a Colin Kaepernick jersey? No. No, I agree. Um, okay, let's see here. Total times Jim Nance and Tony Romo say gronk. Ooh. Over under is two and a half. Oh, over. Way over. Oh, come on. Way over. Will Jim Nance or Tony Romo say Philly special? 
Yes. I totally agree. Yes, they will. Total times Roger Goodell will be shown on television. And this is during the game, so not not when he hands out the trophy. Two. Uh, over under is one and a half. I'm, ta- so, I'm taking over. It's scary, Chris, that we're 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 tracking here. That's a good or a bad thing. Do you think Goodell has any? Do you think he like emails those guys and says? Do you th- I, how involved do you think? I he think is? he's very involved. Yeah. You don't think he is? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he is to some extent. I'm sure he knows those guys. But what? I mean. Does he have the power, really, to go tell – is it NBC? What is this on? Uh, CBS. CBS, CBS this say, year. Hey, CBS, you can only show me once, and you can only mention that missed call in the NFC Championship game twice. Absolutely, he has that power, and he will do it. Now, I will say this. They don't have to um, it, Let's fast forward uh, a quick little tangent. So I met Roger Goodell at Super Bowl tw- in 2007. What? It was the Patriots. You did? Yeah. Really? Not at the game. I, I didn't have tickets uh-huh. to the game. I wanted That was Tom Petty performing at halftime. That would have been cool. Rest in peace, Mr. Petty. We miss you, buddy. Um, anyway, yeah, I was walking around the streets of Phoenix, and ESPN was broadcasting there. And um, super, super cool guy. He um, takes a lot of heat, yeah. but I was impressed. Yeah. I he was very kind to me, talked to me, took a picture, and just couldn't That's be cool. couldn't be nicer. You know, I'll say this about Goodell. You're right. He gets he gets dragged through the mud a lot in the press. Where I think you could say that the NFL makes errors under him is in trying too hard to do the right thing, in my opinion. Now, maybe not with regard to concussions and stuff, but I think sometimes with their hasty and and you know kind of clumsy prosecution of Deflate Gate and and some of their suspensions and whatever, even the way they've handled this Ram, the uh, Ram Saints thing, I think has been yeah, kind of, it's I don't know. you know. So I I'm not saying that they're perfect. I do though think that like the Ray Rice thing. Now again, they took too long. They dragged their feet. I mean, but I think when all the facts came to light. You know his career in the NFL is over as it should have been. Um, now you've got a similar situation with Kareem Hunt, right? The uh, KC running back. Who, yeah. who knows? Maybe if he plays that game, maybe that would maybe have made the changes. difference. But anyway, I I think that they try to do the right things. I think it's hard. I think it's easy for John Q. Public to look at it and say, "Well, they should have known." Well, they should. I mean, you don't always know as an organization what's going on. I think they. I think they sometimes they go overboard, but I agree. I think he gets probably a bit more flack than he deserves. And what did T- Paul Tagliabue do for anybody? <clears throat> you know. <laughs> All right, turn the lights out on us yeah. here, folks. Come on. All right, back to the prop bets. Will a play Tony Romo predicts result in a touchdown? Yes or no, Chris? I'm going to say yes. You don't think? You think? Yes. Okay. Tony Romo, is there anybody better? And I no. I went out and said, I mean, he kind of sounds like a guy on the sideline, although he kind of sounds a little too intelligent for that. But anyway, Tony Romo, he's going to be the star, the MVP. Romo Stradamus. Uh, if you will. All right. How many times will Giselle, Tom Brady's wife, be shown? Over under is one and a half. I'm going to go one. Okay. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say over. So you're taking the so, under. Okay. How many times will Donald Trump tweet on February 3rd? Over under is six. Ooh. I'm going to go with under. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think he understands news cycles he can win. 
and Super Bowl <coughs> might not be one of them. Okay, stay with me on this. Which will be higher? Trump's approval rating on 2-4, as in February 4th, the day after the Super Bowl, according to Rasmus reports, or the yardage of the longest made field goal? Isn't that a great bet? <laughs> so Trump's approval rating. You taking it or you taking the yardage I'm of the longest the field goal? Yeah, give me the, the field goal. Uh, what, uh, Where, where's his approval rating now? Uh, I don't even know. 45%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the kick. Um, will the roof of Mercedes-Benz Stadium be open for the kickoff? Yes. Uh, I'm saying no. Okay. Uh, color of the liquid poured on the winning coach. Lime green, yellow is an option. Orange, blue, red, clear water, or purple. Let's go with blue. Okay, I'm going to go lime green or yellow on that uh, one. Okay. Um, will, I think this is the last one, unless you have any other good ones that we ought to toss out. Will Tom Brady announce retirement after the game? No. I totally agree. He's coming back. He already came. I mean, he said point blank. There's no chance this is my last game. I just don't. I one, that, his word. one that they don't have on here, but they typically do, is will the Bill Belichick hoodie, hoodie. be a cutoff sweat? Cut I think sleeves. he's gotten away from that. I'm going to say no. No, I, I agree. I think he's going to class it up. This could be his last. So Now there's the question. Is it Belichick's last? <clears throat> I think Belichick and Brady are doing this together. Yeah. And I wonder if they come back for one more. Yeah. Could be, but, you know, there are all those reports at the end of last year that, that you know, their relationship was strained. Obviously, they struck some kind of a chord. How long does that last? P- particularly if they if they don't win this game. Does that change the dynamic at all? Um, I don't well, know. and according to the lock, the guys on the sideline lock, they're not going they're to not be winning this game. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, should be good. We're going with the Rams. I think most of America wants the Rams. Yeah. And it's not so much they want the Rams. They just don't want the Patriots. Sick of the uh, there, there's a couple of uh, youngsters on our uh, team here at work that were asking, like, why do people hate the Patriots so bad? And so I had to give them a little history lesson on Spygate and Deflategate and, and the and fact that they're, they're, just, just, they're just there every they're year. They're just so good. Look, you can't take it all away from – I'm sorry. You can't explain it all with, with Spygate or Deflategate or any of it. You can't do it. No. I mean, at the no, end of the day – They're legit. And they're probably doing things that most teams have done in the past and plenty of other teams have used Stick'em and, and had other calls that have gone their way. The fact that the Pats are just in that position time and time again shows that they are master game planners. They know yep. exactly how to scheme their way through things. And if look, if you're looking for a way to feel better about the Pats, just sit, sit and ask yourself, why don't we just look at the Pats as like another example of like American excellence? It's like a product that we've put out there that's like, could anyone else in the world produce this elite of an organization in a sport that's this hard to dominate? I, and I would put out there that the NFL in particular, with the way that the draft works, with the way that the hard caps no, work, no question. it is so hard to get this kind of sustained excellence at some point, don't don't hate it. Embrace it. Read read the Patriot way. <laughs> oh, Live brother. your life like a Patriot. L- listen, yeah. Chris, you cannot tell me that if it was Mahomes versus Goff, Rams, Chiefs in the Super Bowl, you'd be a little bit more excited I'd be a lot more and excited. intrigued to much, watch it. Much more so. And much so it's new. But that's just our bias. It's just, look, at some point we love the underdog. We love the new guy. That's a bias. But we also love excellence, don't we? And so why don't we look at it that way? Quickly, though, moving on to the Super Bowl. Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. from it. Yep. Quick, quick two cents on the Jazz. Yes, I was just going to ask you the Jazz. First of all, are they who you thought they'd be at this stage? 
Yes, they are. I, I remember on several episodes, you can go back to the archives that Aaron has graciously um, check him on stored this. for us. But um, I said things were going to be all right. I knew that the Jazz were going to get things in order. Um, if you remember, they did that last year, right? In February around the All-Star break, they just went on a tear. They went like 22 of 24 or something like that. And I think they've done, I think they've done that here. Um, same question to you. Are they who the, you thought they were? Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't think you know a lot of people had him pegged for upwards of second seed in the West or some you know third, and I don't think they're that. I don't think they'll get home court advantage. I think that they're. I think they're a good team, but I still think that they need to make at least one more move, and that that brings me to my next question. When's the trade deadline? That's not your question. That's my question. No, but, but soon. Let's just the next call, week? It, call it the next week. <laughs> okay, what's your get, question? Are we going to get Mike Conley? Are we going to get Otto Porter? Are we going to get Drew Holiday? No, you you um, you confused me earlier today by throwing out Mike Conley. Isn't it Mike Conley Jr., Chris? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, Come man. On. He could be the Come third, on. for all I know. The you third. Know? He could be the third. I don't know. I, I, I think the Jazz make a move. I think they do something. Um, Talk I, was from Mark Stein at ESPN, Mark Stein. Okay, we give credit where credit's due. I don't even know if that's his handle. Anyway, Mark Stein, you'll find him. Um, saying that basically, we the way he put it was we have serious interest. What it sounds like is we're trying to bundle Rubio and some kind of draft equity. Which, which if that's all we gave up, I, I, I think you'd I, I do, do it. Okay because we're going to be drafting in, in the 20s for a while now. As long as we've got Donovan, we're going to be a little <clears> bit lower. At that point, as, as most conventional wisdom goes, that after the first 10 to 15, it's a crap shoot. So why is Memphis unloading Conley? Is it just the clear, contract? He, he has a terrible and contract, just, and he's old. He's okay. Apparently, he's like 31 years old. He's got a bunch of money like left. He's been there for yeah, has it been that I long? I think it's I his mean, whole career. And so <clears throat> yeah, that's that the thing with right. us. Do you really go in there and get a guy that's maybe heading into his last stretch run of three, four really solid years with a bunch of big cap hit, which we can absorb. I mean, we can handle I, I, I think I'm okay with that in yeah. the sense that uh, – you know, Donovan is still on his rookie contract and will be for another That's year, true. right, or so. That's true. Rudy, you got locked up. But, I mean, who yeah. else have they given money to? I don't know. I mean, Joe Ingles is making, you know, a, a, a nice – he's getting a nice payday, but it's not yeah. – like, there's nobody that we've – Got on the on the roster that's insane. Yeah, so I mean, I think for Memphis's side of things, they're just trying to clean the decks, get rid of Marcus All, just start over. You know, so I they're, they're listen, motivated sellers. I, I don't know who they go for, but I think the Jazz make a move. I think I think they'll do something. I, I, I think Is it Conley, or do they go for somebody like like a Drew Holiday, or who's the other one that they've thrown out there as a potential? Um, Anthony Davis. Just kidding. Scratch that. I don't think record. so. No. I um, yeah, he'll end up on the Lakers, and my guy Kuzma and Ball will probably end up somewhere else. Who knows? But. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, who's the other big name other than? Con- I guess Otto Porter is the one. Por- Porter's one that you're seeing. I, Porzingis was was just traded. So Porzingis I mean, just and not traded. that we were ever. Although it's, somebody floated Gobert for mm-hmm. uh, for Kristap, but I know that I. Uh, this is the the worst freezing cold take I think I've ever had in the world. And look, I'm not. I'm not going to own it as a take. I just floated the question that if the Jazz kept up their poor defensive effort from the beginning of the season, we had to really question whether Rudy Gobert was the guy. Now, one thing I'll say in defense of that freezing cold take right is that people to this day will say that teams like golden state teams like um, new orleans and a few others that have centers who can who can pull out rudy and pull him out of the paint by shooting threes kind of neutralize a lot of his efficacy right and so um there's still kind of that question out there of yeah he can get you into the playoffs just through his consistency his clogging up the middle this and that can he get you deeper into the playoffs and so there's there but 
that being said, no, you can't touch Rudy. I would never trade him. He's too much of the heart and soul. He's part of the the culture. He's part of the. Yeah. He gives us a nasty well, edge. Think about some of the things, the the pieces that he's authored. You remember the yeah, whole? You're going to yeah. have to come up against the nineteen thousand nine hundred and eleven yeah. of my closest friends. I mean, yeah. he's, he's really embodied. He's embraced this culture. Embraced the culture for too. sure. That that really sets the standard and sets the tone. And hey, you know, I don't know a lot about Conley, but just the fact that he's stuck with Memphis as long as he has. Obviously, they've had to pay him all this time, but that. I think speaks highly of him. So if we can well, get a guy in like that who could buy into what we're doing yeah. and give us some scoring, I, I mean, that would could be you, huge. No disrespect to, to our friends in Memphis, but I mean, if, if you could jump on a team that's kind of, it's yeah. got an upward trajectory yeah. and maybe make a playoff run. I mean, clearly Certainly. they're not the favorites in the West, no. but could they make an interesting run? I, I think I'd rather be on that team yeah. associated with a little bit of that youth movement than a yeah. team that's basically going to be shutting it down and, and yeah. starting over. And so. I still think that the likes of Golden State does not want to deal with us in the playoffs. I agree. I think we're a bad matchup for them. I think more so now than last year, we're a bad matchup for Houston. I, I think as long as you can just you know, mess with Harden and give him a hard time. Now you're, you know, you're not going to get calls in either of those series, and that's going to tip the balance probably. But look, I think we're pretty close. So I'm on the fence a little bit on the Conley trade. I don't know enough about Otto Porter. They both sound though like kind of your typical jazz type trades. But you know what? I'll take me an Otto Porter. I'll take me a Mike Conley. I will not take a Kyrie Irvin. I will not no, take a Jimmy Butler. No. Why do you want these no. cancerous personalities, they're, man? They're superbly talented, but they are a cancer in the locker room. And they I are wouldn't touch cancer. Them. They're terrible. Yep. I and, totally agree with you. You know, I am almost <clears throat> to this point, Jeff, almost to this point, almost, not there, almost, of feeling bad for Gordon Hayward, man. That has not turned out well for him. Yeah. And the stories are starting to come out. The questions, the, you know, and he's, you no doubt his name's being circulated in these trade talks, but it's, he doesn't have much value at this point. No. I think people think he's not who they thought he was. <clears throat> I made the point, Jeff, I called out my freezing to cold take. Go back and listen to it, I people. Came, I made the point that Hayward wouldn't have the same success because we manufactured his all-star status here. We ran everything through him we made him step up we built our whole team around him to support that and even then he was not that guy that was trying to take the end of the game shot he was tentative he didn't want to be at the center of attention that was with us doing everything in our power to do that now he's more he's not riding the pine in boston but the fact that he's getting 26 and 32 minutes a night other team other players are upset they don't think he deserves it he's putting up like 10 point something average he's not that guy, I didn't think he was the guy yeah. that he was in Utah. He never was going to be there. Well, and and um, talk about a lousy contract. I mean, they yeah. they wrote a check to him. So, yeah. all right. Well, I think we're about done today. We um, you're heading down to the baseline at the I Jazz am, game tonight. All right, get, keep your eyes peeled. Okay, see if uh, we, we get a, a Chris sighting on. Is it on TV tonight? ESPN? I don't know. I don't know. No, but if so, keep your eyes peeled kay. for the Mumford clan. Very, very good. All right, uh, shout-outs. Um, we got a growing audience, Chris. We normally we say we're, um, what, this, the fastest-growing sports podcast, what, uh, east of Ocher, I think you said last time? What, where, where are you going today? East of Ocre and west of Wasatch. And so I think and, now I'm going to actually extend this okay, out. Okay, let's to extend like, it. You know, I think we might even be getting out to Luke's hometown of, like, Heber. You know? Heber? Yeah, I mean, technically right. maybe we've always been there because Luke the Heber Valley. sets up our stuff, but he doesn't participate. But I'm going to actually say we're just inching past there. Okay, well, we'll take that. Shout-outs, um, Bo, Jay, and uh, Cliff. Cliff texted me earlier and asked about this, so I told him we haven't really given them a shout-out since we stopped making Cliff, fun of we're, soccer. we're waiting for you to come in and give us the soccer corner, you and Bo. 
we need a soccer pair. I know that Real's getting ready to, to ramp back up. We need to talk about a lot of goings on in the offseason. Resign Albert Rusnak. <laughs> Quit trying to impress the people. You, they can see right through you, I'm trying Chris. to discuss them so much that they have to come on and write the ships. Luke has been super helpful. Thank you, Luke. Uh, Peter also helping. Um, another Peter out oh, there. Laker fan Ryan is a big listener. He'll probably be at the Jazz game tonight. Excellent, Laker Ryan. fan Ryan. Cool. Um, who else you got? My nephew Spencer's listening to the show now. All right. What's up, Spencer? Um, Aaron, our archivist. I don't know if I gave him some love. Uh, Derek, who was going to come into the booth today. He was. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of weak sauce there, Derek. But uh, anybody else? Yeah, we need Derek in here actually because Derek had some interesting thoughts about SpongeBob at halftime of the Super Bowl. Which I'm just going to leave it there, Derek. If you want to fill in those dots, you got to show up. Derek, come on, buddy. We'd love to hear from Pop you. So, demand. okay, we're signing off from Guys on the Sideline, episode 13. Thanks for joining. Uh, share us all over social media. Get people to listen. Um, that is me pleading with you, the audience. Of I think we're up to you know we're climbing. Like you all say, right. up, double digits up to the almost. Heber, the Heber, uh, the Heber market. So, uh, for Chris, I'm Jeff. Signing off. Bye bye. Adios. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time.